Topic 7. Fourth Paper of Twentieth-Century Negro Literature. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mary Patterson. Twentieth-Century Negro Literature. Topic 7. Fourth Paper. To what extent is the Negro pulpit uplifting the race? by reverend i d davis doctor of divinity the subject of this sketch was born at lawrence south carolina in eighteen fifty eight his parents were nelson and sarah davis in eighteen seventy reverend charles thompson a presbyterian missionary from the north came to Lawrence and began services in a part of the town known as Tin Pot Alley. The first to be enrolled in his Sunday school was the subject of our sketch. After Reverend Thompson left Lawrence, our little hero went to school to another veteran, Mr. Wright, who soon learned to regard him highly. The late Reverend D. Gibbs now took charge of the church, and our subject was the first to enter his Sunday school. While the Reverend Gibbs was boarding at his father's home, the seed of the Presbyterian ministry was planted. He now entered school under Reverend and Mrs. McDowell and began the study of the Shorter Catechism. A polyglot Bible was offered for the most perfect recitation of the catechism, and he won the first prize. In 1874, he took the examination and won the county scholarship for the state normal at Columbia. From this examination, he was given a teacher's certificate and taught his first school in the country. At the close of the school, he accompanied Reverend and Mrs. McDowell to Statesville, North Carolina, and in November, Reverend McDowell had arranged for him to go to Biddle University, Charlotte, North Carolina. He returned home every summer and taught. So acceptable were his services that scholars were offered to him and held until his return from school. In 1877, on account of failing health, he remained out of school and was chosen as the principal of the city school at his native home. He was always known as the Mockingbird of Lawrence. He was the chorister in Sunday school and church. Returning to Biddle University in the fall of 1878 was taken under the care of Catawba Presbytery as a candidate for the ministry and graduated with the degree of A.B. in 1881. In October 1881, he entered the seminary of Biddle University, was licensed to preach the gospel in 1883, and was placed in charge of the Pleasant View Church, Greenville County, South Carolina, where he served so acceptably that he was desired as a settled pastor. In 1884, he graduated from the seminary 
and was ordained to the full work of the gospel ministry the next day after graduating he took charge of the work at lincolnton north carolina where he served six years and six months conducting both church and school and was then re-elected principal of the city school the new church at mcclintock was built under his administration he was chosen moderator of the presbytery of catawba at monroe north carolina and in eighteen eighty seven was sent as a commissioner from catawba presbytery to the general assembly of the presbyterian church in the united states which met at omaha nebraska in eighteen eighty eight the degree of a m was conferred by biddle university in eighteen ninety he accepted the call to winsboro south carolina continuing in the church and schoolwork here for four years very acceptably in eighteen ninety two was sent as commissioner to the general assembly at saratoga new york in eighteen ninety four he accepted the work at goodwill sumter county south carolina where he now serves the largest colored presbyterian church in the united states he administered communion to two thousand communicants in connection with the church he has charge of the goodwill academy with an enrollment of about one hundred students in eighteen ninety five he was chosen stated clerk of fairfield presbytery which position he fills with accuracy and ability until today in nineteen hundred the degree of d d was conferred upon him by biddle university he has been moderator of fairfield presbytery and atlantic synod he is secretary of the sunday school convention chairman of the committee on vacancies and supplies of the fairfield presbytery and chairman of the committee on foreign mission atlantic synod the influence of the negro pulpit on the race is immeasurable it is to the race what the lighthouse is to the ship laden with human souls upon the tempestuous sea at the close of war when the negroes were in darkness the negro preachers were the first to come forward to lead them to the light and whatever may be said to the contrary the negro preachers have done more for the negro's uplift since his emancipation than any other class of persons we delight to boast that the negroes pay taxes on four hundred million dollars worth of property that they have thousands of well-educated men and women that their illiteracy has been reduced forty-five per cent that they have hundreds of newspapers that they have four hundred or more skilled physicians who are making good money that they have hundreds of men who are engaged in business enterprises that they have thousands of honest sober upright christian men and women now to whom are we more indebted for all this than to the negro preachers who have faithfully taught their people to save their money and buy homes and lands who have constantly advised them to send their sons and daughters to the schools who have urged their people to patronize negro business enterprises 
and negro physicians and lawyers who have shown their people the importance of taking negro papers who have enjoined them to be honest sober industrious citizens end of fourth paper end of topic seven